Hello, and welcome to Sharing Real Hope. My name is Mike Hall. If you're a genuine follower of Christ, I have some good news for you. Ephesians chapter 6, verse 10 says that we are to be strong in the Lord and in the power of His might. In other words, we have a conquering, almighty God. The Lord Jesus Christ, who is God, came to this earth, and He came specifically to die for us. And when He died on the cross, in that death, He satisfied God's righteous demands. He paid the penalty for our sin. And that was punctuated when He rose on the third day from the grave. He is declared with power to be the Son of God. And in that time when he was in the grave, he went to the place where the spirits, the evil spirits were in prison and he proclaimed victory to them because we have a victorious God. Our Lord Jesus Christ has already won the battle. Isn't that good news? Now, the truth is, Ephesians chapter 6 verse 11, the struggle is real for we struggle uh, against flesh and blood. And not against flesh and blood, rather, but against powers, uh, the powers of darkness. And so we do have a struggle. And so the question is this, what is the way to experience victory? And the answer is the way to experience victory in temptation is found in obedience, in making a predetermined effort to apply the armor listed there in chapter 6, verses 10 through 18, to apply that armor that is available to us. The Word of God says, put on. That is a command. It is a command to do it and do it now. Now, there are six pieces of armor that are mentioned in this passage, and we've already dealt with the first two the belt of truth, and the breastplate of righteousness. We dealt with those in the previous podcast, podcast number 93. Today, we look at verse 15 and verse 16, and we're going to see the next two pieces of armor. Ephesians chapter 6, verse 15 says this, "...and having shod your feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace, in addition to all..." taking up the shield of faith with which you will be able to extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one. Now there are two pieces of armor that are very important to the believer. And again, as we put on, as we put on these pieces of armor, we're actually applying truth. We're uh, uh, obeying God in certain areas. And so the first one today is to have our feet shod, uh, clothed with the preparation of the gospel of peace. That phrase there, with the preparation, indicates a state of readiness. Ready. With the, uh, our feet shod, this is, takes us back again to the Roman soldier. The Roman soldier would put on a certain kind of shoes. Uh, they, they might be a, a certain kind of a, a sandal. Uh, they would be a tough leather shoe or sandal. And that uh, uh, shoe would have nails in the bottom of it. And that those nails were there 
for traction, for to, to give them sure-footedness, so that when they're in that hand-to-hand combat, uh, their feet couldn't slip. For their feet to slip would be, that would be a, a tragic thing. It could be a life-ending thing. And so they had to make sure that their feet were on solid ground. And so they were, we are told that we are to have our feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Now, you probably already know that the word gospel means good news. Our feet need to be, we need to have sure footing in the good news of peace. Now, what does that mean? Well, the scriptures tell us in Romans chapter 5 verse 10, for if while we were enemies we were reconciled to God through the death of his son much more having been reconciled we shall be saved uh, by his life but that word enemies there is an important word here are the facts here is the truth we were born into sin we inherited the fallen nature of our forefather Adam when Adam sinned he brought the whole human race all of his uh, offspring into sin. We are born with a sin nature. That means that we are born spiritually dead. We are born separated from God. And as soon as we are able, as soon as we are um, uh, culpable, as soon as we get old enough to know right from wrong, we sin. We sin because we're a sinner already. We are not a sinner because we sin. We sin because we're a sinner separated from an almighty God. That makes us an enemy of a holy God. We are enemies automatically of a holy God. But here is, that's the bad news, but here's the good news. In in Romans chapter 5 verse 1 it says, Therefore having been justified by faith, and by the way, that just means that we have been declared righteous by God, by the faith that we have put in His work. It says, We have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Verses 10 and 11 says, Again, For if while we were enemies, we were reconciled to God. Reconciled to God through the death of His Son. Much more, having been reconciled, we shall be saved by His life. And not only this, but we also exalt in God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we have now received the reconciliation. And so there is no longer uh, an enemy relationship with God when we place faith in, in what Jesus has done. And, and we are now at peace with God. That's the good news here. That's where we stand. We stand in the knowledge that there is no war with Almighty God. We are not separated by sin from God. We are not God's enemy. But now, through the work that Jesus did on the cross, we are at peace with God. And that is a permanent peace, by the way. And, and Romans chapter 8 uh, just kind of lays it out for us. In Romans chapter 8, verses 31 through 39, we read this. And just let the Scripture soak into you. It says... What shall we say to these things? If God is for us, who is against us? He who did not spare his own son, but delivered him over for us. How will he also not with him freely give us all things? Who will bring a charge against God's elect? That's us. Who can even charge us with anything? God is the one who justifies. In other words, we've been declared righteous and we're at peace with God. Who is the one that condemns? 
Christ Jesus is he who died, yes, rather, who was raised, who is at the right hand of God, who also intercedes for us. Who will separate us from the love of Christ? Will tribulation or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or peril or sword? Just as it is written, for your sake we are being put to death all day long. We were considered as sheep to be slaughtered. But in all these things, whatever comes against us, we are overwhelmingly conquered through him who loved us. For I am convinced that neither death nor life nor angels nor principalities nor things present nor things to come nor powers nor height nor depth nor any other created thing will be able to separate us from the love of God which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. That, my friend, is the gospel of peace. That is the good news of peace. Our standing with God is secure. God, we are on God's side and, and and that's it. And that's how we can stand sure-footed when we face temptation. Praise the Lord. Now, the first three pieces of armor that we've studied, the belt of truth, the breastplate of righteousness, and our feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace, those are pieces that we are told to put on once and for all. We always wear those. The next three pieces that we'll be studying will, are ones that we are to be ready to take up and used when the situation arises. Taking up. Uh, look at verse, verse number 16. In addition to all, taking up the shield of faith. So we're looking now at the shield of faith. And the shield of faith is something that the, Rom the Roman soldier uh, on the front line would carry a large shield, uh, two and a half feet wide by four and a half feet high. It was made possibly of solid wood covered by heavily oiled leather or metal. And the soldiers would stand side by side on the front line, holding these shields up, up to a mile wide. And so, as the enemy would shoot flaming arrows in, they would hit those shields, most likely saturated in water. And when those flaming arrows hit those shields, they would be extinguished. And so it says, take up the shield of faith that you will be able to extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one. And so, what are those flaming arrows? Those flaming arrows are temptations. Temptations. Temptations which really are an ultimately are a call to doubt God. That, that's where, where the bottom line is. Uh, temptation comes at us. The Word of God says in uh, 1 John chapter 2, verses 15 and 16, Do not love the world, nor the things of the world. Now, it's not talking about terra firma, the uh, dirt, the, the uh, environment, but it's talking about the world system, the world philosophy. If anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. For all that is in the world... The lust of the flesh the, and the lust of the eyes and the boastful pride of life is not from the Father, but is from the world, this world system. And it's through that that we uh, find ourselves tempted. James chapter 1 verse 13 says, Let no one say when he is tempted, I am being tempted by God, for God cannot be tempted by evil, and he himself does not tempt anyone. But each one is tempted when he is carried away and enticed by his own lust. Then, when lust is conceived, it gives birth to sin, and sin, when sin is accomplished, it brings forth death. Think about that. Sin brings forth death, and so lust, uh, when we give in to lust, uh, when we give in to lust, we sin, and sin brings forth separation. It brings forth death. So, uh, when those flaming arrows come, and temptation is not a sin, we all are tempted. 
Temptation is not a sin. It's when we give in to those temptations. But when those flaming arrows come at us, the shield of faith is, is trusting God. Uh, it is us believing and trusting God at His Word. And faith in God brings overcoming victory. I love what 1 John chapter 5, verse 4 says. 1 John chapter 5, verse 4 says this, For whoever is born of God overcomes the world, this world system. And this is the victory that has overcome the world, our faith, our trusting in God. Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean to your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge Him and He will direct your path. He will keep your path straight. He'll keep you on the right path. It is through trusting in God, that shield of faith, that we're able to overcome. We're able to overcome the temptations, the flaming arrows of the evil one. And so these two pieces of armor are so very important. We need to make sure that they're on, that our feet are shod with the gospel of peace, knowing that we have the right standing with God. Nothing can change that. And we trust God. We trust Him in obedience when temptation comes our way and we're able to overcome. I hope this has encouraged you today. Until next time, God bless. Thank you for listening to this edition of Sharing Real Hope. We hope that you were encouraged in your walk with Christ by what you heard. Please take a moment to email us with your questions, prayer requests, and comments. Our email address is sharingrealhope at gmail.com. Again, that's sharingrealhope at gmail.com. Or you can visit our website at sharingrealhope.org. Until next time, keep living in and sharing real hope.